Good morning, wherever you are in this world. I hope you're having a blessed day. All praise to the Most High Elohim. All praise to the Messiah, the Holy Spirit, and the angels who watch over us. So I'm coming into here with an update on an article. Like I told y'all, I'm always doing research. Always doing research. So this comes from CNN. Um, and it was uh, updated on December 10th today 2021 so cnn um the parents of two oxford high school students are suing school officials which i said they should do claiming last week's fatal school shootings in michigan's were entirely preventable and that the defendants created and increased the dangers then existing at oxford high school jeffrey and brandy france filed a suit thursday in the u.s district court for the Eastern District of Michigan on behalf of their daughters, Riley 17 and Bella 14. Those names are the Oxford Community School District Superintendent Timothy Throne, Oxford High School Principal Stephen Wolf, and Dean of Students Ryan Moore, two school counselors, two teachers, and a staff member. The lawsuit seeks to ex- in excess of $1 million in damages Four students were killed and seven other people were injured in the shooting. Before the shooting, two teachers reported concerning behavior from a from alleged shooter Ethan Crumbly, including one incident just hours before the killing. The Francis alleged Throne and Wolf disregarded threatening messages posted to social media by Crumbly 15. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys, still not feeling well. They further alleged that the school teachers and counselors did not report Crumbly's behavior to the school safety liaison officer and that Wolf Moore, both counselors, one teacher, and a staff member excluded the officer in meetings with Crumbly and his parents. I have not heard a rational explanation from the school administration as to why that was not utilized, Jeffrey Frieger, an attorney representing the Franz family said Thursday afternoon at a news conference. And as a result, by doing the things that they did or didn't do, they placed the students in much greater danger than they would have been had they done that. The students would have been protected, and that is basically the essence in the federal complaint here. Throne and Moore did not immediately respond to requests for comment, and CNN has been unable to reach Wolf. An email sent to an address provided for the school district spokesperson bounced back. Crumbly is accused of killing four students and injuring six others and one teacher. Opening fire November 30th inside the school with a 9mm handgun in the deadliest shooting at a U.S. K-12 campus since 2018. Crumbly stood mute in court last week. A lack of plea that Michigan court treats as a not guilty plea. Riley France was among the injured students and was shot in the neck. According to the suit, Bella France was not shot, but watched as her sister was shot, the suit says. Both girls claim, among other injuries, to be suffering from post-traumatic stress disorder. 
These are the types of things that children don't recover from. Not easily, not ever. Threat was obvious and known, Sue claims. On November 16th, two weeks before the school shooting, multiple concerned parents provided communications to Wolf with concerns about threats to students made on social media. The lawsuit alleges without specifying the source of the alleged threats. CNN has requested comment from Crumbly's attorney and school officials. The France is alleged thrown in Wolf assured parents and students that the children were safe at the high school and discouraged them from discussing or sharing the post. That same day, November 16, 2021, Wolf emailed parents indicate, indicating, I know I'm being redundant here, but there is absolutely no threat at the high school. Large assumptions were made from a few social media posts, then the assumptions evolved into exaggerated rumors, court documents say. CNN requested but has not reviewed the communications between the school and the parents. Crumbly's parents, James and Jennifer Crumbly, pleaded not guilty to involuntary manslaughter charges on Saturday. Prosecutors say they brought their son a firearm days before the shooting and gave him free access to the weapon, but a defense attorney rejected that assertion at the arraignment. In their lawsuit, the Francis alleged that Crumbly was, was an obvious and known threat to fellow students and that there were ample evidence of that available to school officials prior to the shooting. Previous to November 30, 2021 incident, Ethan Crumbly posted threats of bodily harm, including death, on his social media accounts, warning of violent tendencies and murderous ideologies, the suit states. Included in that, the Francis say, was a photo of a 9mm Sig Sauer handgun Crumbly posted to his public Instagram feed. Then Wolf and other employees and or slash agencies of Oxford Community School District had knowledge of threats made to students. Raleigh and Bella France, the filing says. At the time, at all times relevant, all defendants willingly misrepresented the dangers presented, the suit said. On the day of the shooting, when a teacher allegedly found a note depicting a wounded person, a gun, and the words, the thoughts won't stop, help me, neither counselors nor one of the teachers alerted the police or the school liaison officer. The suit alleges at all times that day after the note was discovered, the suit alleges that Crumbly was allowed to maintain possession of his backpack, which was never searched for a weapon. In a December 2nd video message to the school community, Throne said that there had been no need for disciplinary action following a meeting with Crumbly after the note was discovered. I want you to know, I want you to know that you know there's just a lot. There's been a lot of talk about the student that was apprehended. Throne said in the message that he was, you know, called up to the office and all that kind of stuff. No discipline was warranted. The defendant's conduct was outrageous and shocks the conscience, the suit reads. The Francis, on behalf of their daughters, are requesting a jury trial. And as well as they should. You should. I told y'all in the previous episode, I said... They enabled that behavior. This is called white privilege. This is what this is called. And it was funny because my husband and I, we watched the show Survivor. And if you watch the season 41 of Survivor, real life is playing in front of the camera. If you watch it correctly or through your spiritual eyes. And it's called white privilege. Y'all didn't check his backpack because if that would have been a black kid 
and y'all would have had that threat oh it would have been all over the news he would have been a thug his mama would have been a thug his daddy would have been a thug his aunt and uncles and sisters and his neighbors from 1998 would have been thugs and they were smoking weed y'all would have made up all kind of shit y'all would have called the cops the cops would have came up there with their guns drawn and i can say that because if you remember just last year how they was having little six-year-old kids arrested because they was throwing temper tantrums so imagine if a black kid would have made this threat that kid would be dead today so before y'all get y'all panties in a bunch and roll your eyes up in your head you know it's truth because it's evidence of it do your research So I said in a previous episode, when I first did an episode about this case, I said the parents better hold their balls and hold everybody up in that school that had contact with that student accountable because they did nothing. They did nothing and this could have been preventable. I said that. So shout out to these parents. But see, yeah, those girls are going to suffer post-traumatic stress syndrome, but I'm going to continue saying it over and over again. This is what we feel. This is how you've been oppressing and harassing black people for all of the creation of this fucking place. So we're born into post-traumatic stress syndrome. We're born into it. Yet still, we don't have resources available to us or our children. But back to this case. You should hold them responsible. Everybody dropped the ball. The superintendent, the teachers, the counselors, the principals, Everybody should be held accountable, and especially the parents. You don't get to change the narrative now, boo-boo kitty. You said that you bought the gun for that boy for Christmas. You don't get to change the story now. You posted on social media how you took him out to shoot the gun. He posted on social media. He wrote the note. I hope the teacher kept the note and took the picture of the note. So you're not going to use your right privilege to get in here and change the narrative. So good for those parents for holding these teachers and these principals accountable. It's a $1 million lawsuit. You should hold them accountable. Everybody needs to be accountable. And that school should be shut down because it's a dangerous. But I feel that way about all schools. But that's just me. It should be shut down. Y'all you have blood on your hands because you didn't follow proper protocol. You have blood on your hands because you did not follow proper protocol. You have blood on your hands because you did not check the backpack. You did not take the post seriously. You did not take the note seriously when that teacher brought you that note and told you what he had wrote. And so the lives of those students, the students that are dead and the students that were injured and even those students that weren't injured, the blood is on your hands. The faculty that did nothing, the principal that did nothing, the superintendent that did nothing, the counselor that did nothing. And for you to come out and tell those parents don't spread it on social media, they should have spread it on social media. Maybe this could have been prevented. If he put the threat on social media, they should have spread it so that they could have took the proper precautions to protect their children. You all dropped the ball and you have blood on your hands. The second update is about this Ghislaine Maxwell, and her name is spelled G-H-I-S, 
L-A-I-N-E-M-A-X-W-E-L-L. And let me do a correction in this. In the other in the previous podcast I did last week, I made a statement about um the time an article was written. And I said, I think I said um November, but it actually was December when that article was um posted. And the second thing is when I said that in everybody in the case, when I was talking about the rape case and I was saying that they used the law against, they used the law in the wrong way. And what I meant to say was the judges, the prosecutors, the defenders, everybody in that case um, that didn't, uh, that used the uh, Bill Cosby case to, uh, for political gain, the judges, the prosecutors, everybody there i said their heads they need their heads what i meant by that is they all need to lose their positions you all need to lose your law license and the judges need to be off the bench because there are really victims out here as you see in this gizlane maxwell and all the black and brown kids that have been harmed um in this world they will never get justice because you used your position as lawyers and prosecutors and defenders and judges you used it for political gain instead of using it to protect people who have been harmed by predators. So that's what I meant by that statement, and I'm correcting that statement today. So here we go with the update so far because I haven't been feeling well. So I missed a couple of days, plus I was working. So um, on here, this was posted today um, on CNN. So prosecutors in the Ghislaine Maxwell sex trafficking trial called the fourth and final accuser to testify Friday morning against the close confidant of billionaire businessman Jeffrey Epstein. No, her name is Ghislaine Maxwell. Annie Farmer is the only accuser to testify, but her full name in Maxwell's federal trial and New York others did so under pseudonyms on their first are their first name only to protect their privacy. Farmer's allegations are connected to the charges of conspiracy to entice minors to travel to engage in illegal sex acts and conspiracy to transport minors with intent to engage in criminal sexual activity. Maxwell faces six counts. The accuser's testimony follows that of Carolyn, the third woman to testify that she was sexually abused by Epstein and that Maxwell was involved. Farmer is identified as minor victim two in the incident. It alleges that Farmer traveled to from to New Mexico in 1996, where Epstein abused her at his ranch. Maxwell groomed Farmer, giving her an unsolicited message message while she was topless and encouraging Farmer to massage Epstein, according to the indictment. Prosecutors additionally allege in a perjury case severed from this trial that Maxwell denied ever giving Farmer a massage, a message, when explicitly asking during the 2016 civil deposition. Farmer has spoken out publicly about Epstein and Maxwell for years. She spoke in open court during both Epstein's 2019 bail hearing and Maxwell's bail hearing a year later. I was 16 years old when I had the misfortune of meeting Jeffrey Epstein here in New York, Farmer said in at the July 19th, 2019 
July 2019 hearing, sorry. Her voice cracked as Epstein stared at her just feet away, his gazing unwaving. He was inappropriate with me. Farmer called Maxwell a, then that's Ghislaine, Maxwell a sexual predator. During Maxwell bail hearing, the danger Maxwell poses must be taken seriously, Farmer said. Friday is the 10th day of testimony in the case against Maxwell. Previously in the trial, a woman identified as Jane said last week that Maxwell sometimes joined in on the sexual massages and a woman identified as Kate testified money that Maxwell set up those sexual meetings. And on Tuesday, a woman who used only her first name, Carolyn, testified that Maxwell once touched her breasts, hips, and butt and told her she had a great body for Epstein and his friends. She was 14 at the time, she said. The trial, which began last week, has alternated between disturbing testimony from sexual abuse victims and illuminating testimony about some of Epstein's connections to high-profile figures, such as Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew. None are alleged to have committed wrongdoing in relation to the ongoing trial. Epstein, who pleaded guilty in 2018 to set to state prostitution charges was indicted on federal sex trafficking charges in July 2019 but died by suicide in prison a month later. Maxwell, his former girlfriend, was arrested a year afterward and has pleaded not guilty. In opening statements of her trial, prosecutors said Maxwell and Epstein created a pyramid scheme of abuse to lure underage girls into sexual relationships with Epstein and paid them bonuses to try to bring other girls into the fold. Her defense, meanwhile, says she was a scapegoat for Epstein actions and attached, (coughs) excuse me, the memories and motivations of the women who say they were sexually abused. This woman is a fucking predator and she should be held accountable. She should be held accountable. So that's the update on that. I think they're still doing closing um, arguments on that right now. So I'm going to keep you posted. But another thing that I wanted to say in this episode, in the previous episode, and go check out my previous episode, it's about the Jussie Smollett case. I forgot to ask a question in that. Where is the LGBTQ community? Isn't he a part of your community? Now, I don't think Jesse Smollett should have went to trial and and paid millions of dollars to the police force in the state. I could care less. But you know, the LGB community has so much to say about everything else. You don't want to be labeled, but you label us. You call us cisgendered and cis, cis woman and cis men and all this fucking shit that we didn't ask for. Your book, I'm not saying all LGB because I have LGBTQ in my family and I love them dearly. I'm talking about the other ones. You had so much to say about Dave Chappelle's stand-up. But where were you at in defense of Jussie Smollett? Isn't he a part of your community? I don't hear the LGBTQ crying and hollering and screaming and making a big fuss out of this. I told y'all about these organizations. I told y'all and I've told y'all and I've told y'all about these organizations. Get your mind right and do your own research. So where was the LGBTQ community standing up for Jesse Smollett? Where were y'all at? Oh, I guess that wasn't too convenient for y'all agenda. I guess it wasn't a good look for y'all agenda. 
And I'm not saying L because it's a lot of people in the LGBTQ community that don't agree with a lot of shit that's going on. I watch the videos. I've listened to transgender men and women. I've listened to gay people's videos. I've heard what they, you got a lot of people speaking out against a lot of shit that y'all did, especially when y'all came up against Dave Chappelle. But see, the mainstream media don't want to talk to the people in the LGBTQ community that don't agree with the bullshit that y'all doing. So all y'all that had so much to say about um, Dave Chappelle and all this other shit. Y'all so in a bunch. Y'all so mad. Because your community isn't being treated fair. And that's a possibility. You could be telling the truth. But where were y'all at standing up for Jesse Smollett? Y'all didn't come in the beginning, middle, or the end. <coughs> Excuse me. You were nowhere to be found. I ain't heard a peep from y'all. Just like you ain't heard from the Me Too movement and the Time's Up movement and the feminist movement in this gazelle Maxwell child predator case. You ain't heard nothing from the um, LGBTQ community for Jesse Smollett. So what are y'all really about? That's my, I'm asking a question for a friend. What are y'all really about? Are y'all really about justice and protecting those people who are harmed? Because y'all are nowhere to be found. I ain't heard a peep from any of you. The Gloria Allreds, the Lisa Blooms, the Oprah Winfrey's, the Gail Kings, the Lisa Lings, the, the, the Alyssa Milano's, the Ashley Judds. What's that other girl? What is her name? Sorry, guys. What is that heifer's name? Because she was all over the news. <coughs> Sorry, guys. You can't even find her name on here. What is her name? Because Harvey did a... Um, Harvey did... Um, he did a... Um, YouTube about it. <laughs> Sorry, guys, for the long, for the long, um, pause. I hate when I do that. Um, I hate when I do that. What's her name? She over here somewhere. Rose McGowan. So the Rose McGowan, the Alyssa Milano's, the Ashley Judd's, the Gloria Alres, the Lisa Blooms, the the Angela Lena Jolie's, the Gwyneth Paltrow's, the all these people who had something to say. All these people: Amber Anderson, Lizette Anthony. Asia Argento, heard about you. Rosanna Arquette, Jessica Barth, um, Kate Beckinsale. Where are you women's at? Cynthia Burr. Um, all, where are you women at? Why y'all not coming to the plate? Y'all had so much energy. 
for all these other people, for Bill Cosby, for Harvey Weinstein, for Jeffrey Epstein, and uh, and all these other people, where's your energy for this woman? Where is your energy, Me Too movement? Where is your energy, Time's Up movement? LGBTQ community, where are y'all at in defending Jesse Smollett and protecting his sanity? What, what, whatever the case may be, where y'all at? I mean, I think that's an honest question, and I'm not angry. I'm passionate. Are you really here to protect people? Where Black Lives Matter at? Ain't Jesse black? Where y'all at? Okay. All right. So anyway, I wanted to give y'all an update on that and my thoughts on that and ask the question. Because, see, when it's black folk, y'all all in front of the TV. You can't stay off of CNN and Fox News and MSNBC and NBC and CBS when it's black folk. They did a whole documentary on that director. What's his name? They had a whole documentary in the beginning of the year about Woody Allen and his alleged pedophilia. You didn't hear a peep out of nobody. And they've been talking about Woody Allen for years. You got another guy. What is his name? Polanski? Left the country. Man, still making movies. You don't hear the Me Too movement, the LGBTQ movement, um, a movement, a movement, the 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 Times Up movement. The you don't hear none of them talking about none of them. Oh, but let it be a black man. You'll be front and center. What cat got your tongue now? You ain't got nothing to say. Shout out to those who are doing the work. Shout out to those who really care about victims and survivors. Shout out to you people. And shout out to those parents that's bringing a lawsuit against that school. Because you should. And more parents need to step up to the plate and file a lawsuit against that school. Y'all have a blessed day. Find your peace.